couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S dot bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. He bought me popcorn. That's a good sign. And then he walked me home. That's a really good sign. And then he asked me to the dance. That's an excellent sign. Well, sort of. Sort of? Well, he said he'd dance with me. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Narbos and Broomheads, your favorite Degrassi podcast. Uh, Ooh, that's that's a tall order. There's a lot of them. <laughs> there is a lot of them, but I'm calling it. I'm calling my shot. I, I would say, Courtney, you should go. Um, this is your favorite three-hour <laughs> Degrassi <laughs> podcast. It will be this week. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there should be a, a warning ahead of this one that it's going to be a long, long episode. Not because of me, but because <laughs> you fuckers, are some like, for some reason when I'm hosting, it's a fucking free-for-all. Yeah. yeah. But that's fine. That's pretty much it. Bl- blame yeah. everyone else, Courtney. It's Thank fine. you. Thank yeah. you, Arlo. I will. <laughs> um, listen, I think I'm pretty sure from what I remember, my long episodes get really good reviews. No, just a lot of listens, because it takes yeah. five listens to get through it. Shut up. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, anyways, see, we're already off to a great start. <laughs> we're, we're a minute uh, in, and we haven't introduced ourselves yet, so here we go. <laughs> All right, let's get this under control here. We are cruising through season three. Uh, we're already on to episode five this week. Loves me, loves me not. Um... Uh, A.K.A. Ask a Narbo for Help. That was the alternate title. Yeah. I don't know why that one got, ax- got axed. That was a great one. Well, Bertram, he's got a lot of ideas that just always get overlooked. So. Too many ideas. Yeah. That's right. Um, so I'm Courtney. I'm going to be um, your host for this episode. Um, check me out on Instagram at Courtney.1293. More importantly, 
follow us on Instagram at Narbos and Broomheads Podcast. Are you reading your Instagram handle off that paper? I'm not. <laughs> Looks like you are. It does. Looks but... like you have notes. I'm uh I'm Courtney and I for once. We've we've been doing this over Skype, but me and Courtney are actually on location in Ottawa, sitting across the table from each other. High fives. COVID, COVID high five. Holla. <laughs> We just gave each other COVID. Uh, we just I'm, licked our hands. In the age of COVID. Yes, uh, I'm Alan, and on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Slip with Five Eyes or Slip. Oh, yes. Hi, I'm uh, Jane. <laughs> um, I host a uh, snack review uh, TikTok called snacks on snacks on snacks and uh, we currently have zero followers because i don't really know nor care how to operate tiktok um but uh if you if you're not on tiktok you can find me on twitter at loose ropes i host a wrestling radio show and um, yeah you guys took and, a break uh, this week though I, yep i i just got to give a warning to the listeners that um, currently, uh, as we record, I'm also downloading a torrent of Teen Academy 4, <laughs> so it may <laughs> kill my computer, maybe loaded with viruses, I don't know, but uh, I will make sure to watch it with the volume completely off. Actually, I don't need to because my partner is away for the week, so um, I can play it on loud uh, teen comedy volume. All right. Yep. Are we, are we allowed to have individual theme music now? Is that what's happening? No, I was just bored. I just thought it was funny and put it on. But if you want, why not? I was like, I was all impressed with myself because I actually added a photo to Instagram this week. <laughs> you really did. I'm like, Is I that did. Our and little I was photo like, of her and not her ass. <laughs> what? What? That's right. <laughs> um, I'm Arlo. You can follow me on Instagram at a r l o e s c o t t. And uh, Alan complimented me and was like, oh, someone finally figured out how to use Instagram. And I was like, Alan, please show me how to take a picture of a record to post. Oh, come on now. <laughs> That's just mean. <laughs> um, this is my favorite record. It's an obscure, like, third pressing that um, it's on the blue label, like the Warner Blue. It, it's worth quite a bit. But I don't buy records to for their value. I just buy them to play. Is that Al? Is that supposed to be Alan? That's your impression of me? Yeah, pretty much. Stick to Arnold. That, that's not Alan. Like his, that's a, that's not his outer uh, monologue. That's his inner monologue. Which <laughs> which record should I put on Instagram? Like which one will get the most hits? Oh, I'm gonna put this uh, 45 of um, um, Rock Me by Helix. <laughs> I had, to, I, I, had, I had to pick uh, like three records uh, this for this trip here because I'm in Ottawa, so I had to like plan ahead for that. So, and if I was at home doing this podcast, I would be putting on Helix tomorrow just to honor you, James. <laughs> okay, that's a good song, but yeah, I don't know. All right, so there's an episode or something this week or what? <laughs> Hey, that's what I hear, guys. <laughs> All right, we're, we are uh, reviewing episode five, Loves Me, Lovely Not, as I said. Um, this one aired on November 28, 1988. So, reminder, we had a Christmas episode last week. We did. And... Oh, we... shit. 
we, we have, are we have three more episodes yes. to go before actual Christmas. And there well, is and I, someone actually pointed out uh, on one of the Degrassi wikis in the comments that this is kind of out of order. Um, it's yeah. we're talking about a fall dance in this episode. Yes, but we've already we we just had Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I think I don't have to say this, but it is this episode is directed by Johnny B. Yes. So Fuck yeah, it is <laughs> back out back out of the out of the clink as they call it rehab. Uh, so I think mean we- and sober. That's the old John. That's the new old Johnny B. Uh, alleg- allegedly. 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 All legend. <laughs> So we'll give we'll give Johnny a pass for screwing up the order. Hey, did you know that these? I'm sober now? <laughs> I almost, you know, I was listening to because I do listen to our own episodes. I am that vain, and uh, in fact, I, I know all of us do because before we recorded, we were all commenting about how our last episode, season's greetings, was it's one not, of the best. It's- Okay, I don't think it's vanity. For me, it's like perfectionism. Like I want to listen to it and be like, oh, I said like too much or I said um too much. Like I, these are. Likes and ums are great for editing, though, because then you can just, um, and then, yeah. So, I, that, that's my personal opinion. But there's very little editing. No. <laughs> Even we're like, much. Alan, you have to edit this out. Alan's just like, nope. <laughs> yeah, or he tells you he's going to, and then he doesn't. Yeah, and that also happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, we. So, Alan, how good was our last episode? Oh, my God. Like, five stars, iTunes. <laughs> Like, I give our <laughs> podcast all the time when I go on there. It was great. Oh. Um, but on that episode, I feel like that episode was actually meant to come, like, actually come at Christmas or right before it. Because when you look at the storyline, particularly with the Lucy storyline, which is like a B storyline in the next couple of episodes, yeah. it's it resolves itself on the next episode. And then the Christmas episode, they're acting like it's resolved. And it's Christmas. Yeah, right. It's after the yeah. fall. So it feels like that episode should have been seven. But someone made it four? Well, yeah, I think so, too. Because in this episode... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's this one. Maybe this one or next week. Um, it's clear that the girls are still angry with Lucy. Both of them. Yeah. It's clear, yeah. 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 Both of them, so yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Bertram getting out of uh, rehab messed things up. I, I bet it just has to do with, like, American Thanksgiving. Because isn't that, like, mid-November or whatever? And then, so, I don't know why they put a Christmas episode. Once the Americans get involved, like it gets all it fucked up. Yeah. In a particular order on Canadian television, and then when yeah. it was picked up afterwards by American television, it was at a different time of year kind of thing, and they had to change it because it was a few weeks behind when it originally aired. I'm not sure. I mean, we could talk about this forever. For <laughs> sure. Oh, shall we? Yeah, let's. Yeah. I mean, it is what I do. I'll just make my episodes really long. Let's get started. Um, all right. So, like I said, Johnny B directing, Yan Moore is writing. Yan Moore owes us a solid here because of the shit that he wrote last week. Um, so, <laughs> like, let's be honest. So, let's hope this is a good one. This um, is a great one. I mean, and yes, yeah, I will like, say good, yeah. this is a fan. I mean, we have. The main episode. characters, two of the argu- arguably two of the most charismatic characters that we have in Degrassi, yeah. period, right? Absolutely, um, and they're sort of the for the forefront of this episode. So I, you know, I, I feel like the best of them is being brought out in this episode. I, it was a very engaging episode. 
definitely I'm, not one that I look back on and I'm like, that episode. Even well, I love there are Bi- elements there that are, are not super. I love Michelle and BLT as well. What about Alexa? Yeah, I'm going to have a hard time defending Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, she is at best insensitive and mean in this episode. That's at best. And at worst? So I, I admit it. Say it. I What's will, at worst? James knows I, the word. What? At worst? <laughs> What's the Well, here's the thing. This is like, I'm not that angry because this is expected behavior. This, this is, is what not, you knew all along. I knew that you know this all along. Like, she's always been selfish. <laughs> I, I really like, I really like these guys. I, I, I. Hey, hey, Alexa, shut up, Simon. I, me. That's how I felt the entire series. So um, this is not surprising at all, really. Um, I mean, it gives her some some room to grow. Let's let's put it that way. That's a fantastic... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm pulling a heel turn right here. And I, Alexa, in this episode, let's... Let's right at the beginning. Let's Michelle know exactly what she wants. She wants to. Da- she she knows every boy. She wants to dance with every boy. She says so. So all bets are off. I guess. I don't know. So I, guess so. I wasn't that mad at her. I I don't know. Like I I will probably get into it later. Yeah, but like we will. I like I don't feel like she's particularly wrong. Like I I don't think necessarily that people who are in grade eight should be throwing all their eggs into one basket. She should want to dance with all the boys. She should yeah. want to, you know, shop around before settling down. Yeah, spread That's it around totally a little. Normal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Agreed. you know. When you're in grade eight. She's talking about dancing. They're not yeah. no. having blowjobs exactly. in a van down by the river. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it, it's it's very innocent, and I feel like grade eights should be allowed to be innocent. They shouldn't be forced into these adult relationships where they're tied to one person and that kind of thing. And so, like, I do agree with that. Um... But she's particularly insensitive to um, Michelle's feelings, obviously. 100%. All right. And, yeah. you know, whether you agree with her or not, um, you can't, like, unfortunately, she has completely discounted her friend's feelings about the subject, which is not okay. And so I must eat my hat a bit on the Alexa issue, although I do have some defenses for her. But, yeah, she's she's not great in this episode. She has... She has some 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 learning, some some opportunities for growth. That she does. And on that mm-hmm. note, let's uh, let's dive into this episode so everybody can catch up mm-hmm. with our opinions on Alexa. Um, so starting this episode off, we see a uh, a kick ass boombox playing uh, playing the Zit Remedies uh, one and only song. <laughs> They're single. They're single. The extended version. Well, yes, apparently with the solo. Yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. what what was extended, but yes, uh, Joey and Snake are selling cassettes. They extended it from what one minute to a minute uh, ten. Yeah, <laughs> they have a whole whole verse about fucking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Everybody sorry. likes no. fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, let's let's be honest here though. Like fourteen year old boys in a band. Like I can't speak for all, but like. You know, goofing around, they would change the words to "everybody likes fucking." You, you know what happened. <laughs> He's not so wrong. they're they're He's selling that now. It's true. It's true. I remember my friends and I when we were in high school. We used to like it was a game. Like we'd have sleepovers and we'd come up. We'd like to come up with like porn titles off regular <laughs> movie titles. 
Like Teen Academy 4? Or, well, yeah, well, yes, I meant real movies. Oh, okay. But yeah, same idea. It wasn't just guys. Girls did that kind of shit, too. Weird. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You guys so, didn't like, just have naked pillow fights? No, yeah, exactly. No, and you talked about porn. <laughs> yeah. Just adds to the we fantasy. We weren't naked. We were wearing lacy lingerie. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what are those called? Teddies? A teddy bear? <laughs> teddies. That... We, all wore, we all wore teddies to sleep over. Is that... I always thought that was such a creepy term for, like, laundry. It is Hold creepy. on. I'm going to go put on my teddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? So there's, a, there's also the baby doll. That's a, oh. is that another one? Style of, yeah. That's oh, style that was actually a dress, too. It wasn't just a laundry. Like, it wasn't. Yes. It's... I'm going to go with my favorite, the negligee. Oh. That, uh, rolls off the tongue. I was I was happy to see Snake's little upcycled little um, like selling feature briefcase. Yes, that they yeah. made. It was a fantastic. And I was like, briefcase. aw, it's it's so it's crafty. Like they've sort of crafted it out, and that's great. It Good is. job, guys. So Joey and Snake are selling cassettes out of a briefcase in the hallway <laughs> at school for two dollars a pop. Joey is. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he's doing a great job letting everybody know these are future collector's items. Um, he's not I mean, lying. Yeah, it's possible. It actually is. Um, like, uh, every band started somewhere, so, you know. And they never gave up. They never gave up. <laughs> every They'll band wanted money. something that yeah. would take their money. Yeah, $2. And never give up. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we see a slew of students coming up purchasing the cassettes. We see Dorothy buying one, and then we see Alex coming up to purchase one. And with Mahmood, right? With Mahmood, yeah. and as they were, or walk- yes, he's, he's he's known as Mac now, right? He he prefers Ma- Mac. Yes. That- Sorry, you're right. Yes, right. call me Mac. And as Mac and Alex are walking away, they're discussing their tapes, and this is James, what you were talking about. Oh yes, because Alex is like. Whoa, these are cheaper than new. You can just record over top of it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, fair enough. He's the treasurer. Like, he thinks about these things. I could save some serious money. It's true. It's true. So we see Caitlin. Make my my mix for Tessa on this. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin comes up and buys a tape, smiles at Joey. Um, Joey's continuing to sell and promo his, uh, his tapes. He lets everybody know this is a once in a lifetime opportunity with a band that's going to make history. And yeah. And then snake is, this is when snake announces that there's an extended version of everybody wants something on the cassette. Yeah. Um, so after we see this, we're heading into uh, Radich's class. Can I just say, like, I feel yes. like Caitlin sold this crush. Like, when I saw her very, little she's face, very good in this. Her yeah. little yeah. face, and like it, like it kind of gave me like a little like swoop in my heart, remembering having a crush on somebody. And so, I mean, kudos to Johnny B. Like he <laughs> either you know was able to pull that out of these young actors or whatnot. But like, I I bought it, and like it it re- it really did bring me back to having a crush on someone in in middle school or high school. It really Stacey. did. And so, k- kudos to everyone in this episode. Stacy, Stacy, Stacy. Okay, here's <clears throat> you like Joe. <laughs> Boy, like you. There's chemistry. 
between you two, you buy that tape and you feel it. You feel it in your finger. I wish I could feel. <laughs> so part of the reason, uh, one of the steps, uh, rehab is. Uh, that's part of the reason I did so many drugs, allegedly. Um, <laughs> I couldn't feel. But you, Caitlin, can feel. Uh, I assume that's what he would say, right? I think no? that's what I think that's how he was he was prompting them. And there was there was an, a lot of really cute awkwardness in this scene. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was super cute. Um, I just I, I I saw myself in Caitlin in a lot of these scenes, and uh, like I think that they really captured that. They what did, that's yeah. like. I think, and yeah. they do for the rest of the show. I think too, she does a good job acting a little bit awkward in every scene yeah. that she's in with Joey. I've seen many of you look at me like that before, so. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me like that right now, Courtney. We're across the table from each other. That's because you're rubbing your foot up against my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drive four and a half hours to Ottawa for nothing. <laughs> All right, fair, no fair. All right. <laughs> so uh, save it for the DVD. <laughs> save it for the podcast extended version. Um, all right. So we're in, uh, we're in class. Radich is handing out, uh, test marks. Um, I got my hopes up that he was going to get through this scene without chastising Joey and being a dick. But no, nope, not that bad. Did not. It wasn't as bad as normal. It yeah. still happened. So he's handing out test marks. I know. Uh, first person to get their test back is Rainbow. Yep. Um, Rainbow is a reoccurring background character. And fun fact, um, the girl who plays the character of Rainbow is actually the sister of the actress who plays Liz in real life. Oh, right on. Yep. Very cool. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) So we we hear Radha chanting out uh, the marks back. Rainbow, Alex, Caitlin, Trudy, and Diana. Hands uh, Joey his test back and Caitlin. Caitlin obviously gets good marks. And... Radich suggests that some students might be disappointed because their marks aren't as good as they thought they were. He assures them there's lots of time left to make up for a weak start. And when he does that, he pats Joey on the shoulder. In front of everyone. In front of everyone. So Yeah, but... Get that humiliation home. I I feel this is the most mild humiliation he's done. Because, and the other thing too is like, everyone's aware of Joey, like, I don't know. I'm not defending Radich or anything, but Sounds he's like done way worse shit than this. But I mean, listen, you have a guy, you've already beat him down. He's already fucking failed your class. And yeah. you have to take a, you know, time out. You've already moved him to the front of your class. And now you're yeah. making a point to be like, chin up. You know, you're stuck yeah, now, but you've got some time to work on it. You did better than last year when you failed. Yeah, yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, again, <laughs> like, where's Joey's? DVD. Where's Joey's support system? Like, we uh, all last year we saw wheels like every day tutoring every single day, and now it's just like, oh, he's failing again in, and he in the repeated grade that he's doing, and like, why? Like, why are why isn't he being forced to do tutoring like Wheels was? Like, where are the parents? I don't understand. Where's Wheels' parents? Does anybody remember? <laughs> Uh, keep going please <laughs> okay so after we we get the marks out um radich lets this class know their next assignment is going to be uh to review a film 
And the class is so excited. So excited. A movie? Oh, this, what? Um, I, come on. A I mean, moving picture? If you're, if you're a in talkie? like eighth grade, that's, it's a, yeah. I mean, it's, that's a pretty fun assignment. Like it's, it is. It's, it it's is. an unexpected assignment and I, I could see myself being stoked. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, and I agree. I would, as we get into the next uh, part of this scene, I would be just as excited as Melanie and the group of girls that she's talking to. So the group of girls we see in this scene, uh, we see them sort of reoccurring through the show. They're kind of like the girl posse that we see. It's Melanie, <coughs> Diana, Rainbow, Caitlin, and Geodi, I believe. Vula yep. 2. Vula nope. 2. No. Oh, Diana. Vula 2, yes. Oh, Vula sorry, yes. Vula 2. It's Diana. Really not Rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. It's what? Yeah. It's Trudy, not uh, not Rainbow. Ooh, I, I the girl with the big, poofy red thing on her head um her red hair? hair that's yeah it's yeah. her name's her name is trudy owens trudy owens oh that's um, actually oh, pretty like pretty mousy looking yeah Truth. in in my uh, notes i put vula and i was like wait a minute no vula too because that's diana's character basically yeah yes diana, diana and jody uh, jo- jody i think they jody. call her jody yeah mm-hmm. and uh and trudy owens Okay. Yep. So it's and Trudy. Um, I don't yes. know. I think I just assumed she was rainbow because of the color. Nope. Wrong assumption. Thanks she for being here. She just has awesome Arlo. rad hair. <laughs> I got you. you. I know. You guys got my back. <laughs> um, so the girls are talking about the assignment. They're all obviously very excited. Melanie steps in and advises her friends not to go see Teen Academy 4. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is taller shakshashed. And Trudy agrees and says it's also really boring. Mm, I disagree. Well, I yeah. can just imagine this fucking movie seriously. <laughs> well, they're going to describe like, it later. Even, well, it's like it's not. Like, I can just imagine it. Like it's seen. It can be four, right? Like it's not even like it's not American Pie. It's like American Pie Four Band Camp or whatever with like the B list actors. Like it, this, <laughs> the this, naked like, mile. This is not a good movie. After we are finished talking about that. Somebody mentioned something about, you know, does Hollywood think that we're all brain dead? Yes. <laughs> and yeah, they're like, yeah, I know. And then the girls kind of congregate around Caitlin and be like, speaking of brain dead, Caitlin has her headphones on, her sweet headphones. I definitely had a pair of these. Um, I think everyone did. Yeah. Uh, She's got to have a crush on that guy to be listening to that stupid fucking Oh my tape God. All the How time. many times has she listened to that fucking song this episode? So she's got her headphones on, listening to the Zit Remedy tape. And I mean, as as someone who has had my fair share of uh, dating dudes in bands, like that yep. that happens. Like you get their fucking tape, and then you fucking listen to their tape. Like it it happens. You sound so happy about it. Yeah, Dude, and then the I guy pushes his butt people. against another guy, and they shit together. <laughs> that did happen. No, that wasn't my boyfriend. <laughs> I know another guy in his band. Yeah, but I just like to bring that up whenever I can because it's such a great story. It is, I know. But to be uh, clear, listeners, not somebody uh, Arlo dated. She has better. She's classier than that. The guy like that I actually did date is one of the most wonderful people that I've ever met. Actually, I think I've said that before, but just to hammer that home, he he was not the kind of person that would put his um, 
He was pre- I mean, I know him too. He, I agree he's a really nice guy, but very enthusiastically told me that story when we were still kind of strangers. So, just saying. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, I haven't told him that we've talked about this on the podcast. I yeah. should probably do that. Please. Just yeah, just tell him to listen. He'll find out himself. Everybody. Um, so the girls kind of like congregate around Caitlin, point out that she was staring at Joey all class and accuse her of having a crush on him a mile long. Caitlin, hilarious that she is, says, it's only half a mile. Oh, (laughs) so smart. Um, so we're next taken to uh, the cafeteria and I meant to bring this up last week, but this is the first season where we're we have the cafeteria, isn't it? I don't recall any scenes taking place in the first and second no, season. And the, no, they're usually eating right on the steps. and Yeah, they're always the, eating outside yeah, or on yeah, the yeah, steps yeah. or in the hall. Like, I don't think... Maybe they maybe they renovated the pool area <laughs> and now it's the cafeteria. Uh, maybe. <laughs> but anyways, we are, we're back in the cafeteria and this scene takes us through, Jesus, like at least four different conversations. Uh, we start with Snake and Wheels, and uh, they're they're talking about the dance. Uh, the conversation quickly shifts to Wheels' living conditions and how he's living with his grandma now and his grandpa. Um, Joey shows up. Snake is excited to tell him that he's got an A in French. And okay, like that's when you're hanging out with guys or like anyone really. That's not the conversation starter. Like you you meet your friends in the cafeteria, and the first thing they say, "Hey, you want to know my dollar. grades?" Yeah. Yeah, dollar. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. a dollar. It's like, give me money. I, I, want, a, I, want, I want a snack and a half. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. No, 100% agree. And uh, jo- so Joey has, he's gotten a C in Radich's class, which is English. So he's bummed out. <laughs> the guy started tear him up and being like, hey, it's better than last year. A C will get you in the next grade, buddy. Yeah. Buck up. C stands for coasting. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. my university motto. <laughs> Coasting. Well done. COVID as well. All who you know. That's yeah, it. Now you teach the children. So <laughs> yeah. Well. So it's we'll, good. We'll find out. <laughs> um, Joey's pretty bummed. He thought he was going to breeze through this year, and he's still having a tough time. So as they're talking, we see Caitlin join her friends nearby. Wheels and Snake suggest that Joey get some help from a classmate, and he is not a fan of this suggestion. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want to ask, like, a Narbo for help. And Snake suggests asking Caitlin. And Wheels agrees, says, you know, you think she's cute? And and Joey's like, yeah, for a Narbo. (laughs) Um, But they continue to say it's a good idea. Joey stares over at Caitlin while he's munching on a Dorito. Uh, Melanie (laughs) notices and points out to Caitlin that Joey's looking at her and Is all it the an girl- actual Dorito? I didn't. I hadn't. Noticed. I mean, I think it was a triangular shape, and oh, that's okay. the only triangular shaped chip that I am aware of. Did you Did you know that Doritos were invented at uh, Disneyland? <laughs> Are you, is that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. for real. Okay. I know. <laughs> nope. If I'd known it was a Dorito, I would have had more like facts about Dorito. it available. Let me tell you some I Dorito facts. Yeah. Would you like yeah, me to type, type in Dorito facts? Swimming around in my head. So. Um. Okay. My well, husband's a Disney fanatic, so this has been drilled into my, into my brain. So Drew knows a lot about Doritos because of Disney. Drew Dorito no, Disney. He knows a lot. 
Disney Dorito Drew. <laughs> That's right. The triple D. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Alan's looking up Dorito facts, so I'm going to keep talking about stuff because we have a lot more conversations no, to the, get through. The internet died on your. Uh, oh God. It's pointed out to Caitlin that Joey's staring at her and she freaks out. She's like, what do I do? What do I do? And who is it? Trudy? Trudy. Yeah. Trudy suggests that she stand on the table and she dance. dance on the tables. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> that's how that's what works. And in that the extended DVD version, fun. she's like, take off your clothes. <laughs> put on this g-string and dance on the table Courtney said that everybody not me it's a good it it was a good joke i i lulled it made me laugh um so next we're taking yick and arthur who i don't think any of us have completely forgiven yet for the shit that they put us through last uh episode of course arthur is fucking talking about he has a trust account now, so he's got to familiarize himself with the business section. Fucking little douchebag. Like, does he? It's such a weird storyline. It's that I, arcs why? Like, several episodes, like That's, him yes. being rich and how it's a problem, and like he's uncomfortable with it, but also he's fucking looking at the stock market now. Like, it's so weird. And again, like, like- I don't. Like this, this shit that he's saying, it feels like this is still build up to the last episode that we had, right? Yeah, that's true. So again, I think that this is fucking out of order. But anyways, so yeah, she's uh, and then while well, they're talking about this, Dorothy is staring at Yick. Okay, like a fucking psychopath. She is selling being super weird and creepy. Yeah, hard. she does a fantastic job. So before Yick can like even get pissed off at Arthur being rich, he notices Dorothy chewing on a celery stick, just <laughs> staring at him. And so he asks Arthur, Arthur, what's up with your cousin? She keeps staring at me. And Arthur kind of looks and she's, he's just like, she's weird. She used to own a pet rat. <laughs> That's like, so weird. What a weirdo. Like, that's the explanation for why she's weird, because she used to own a rat. Well, and... I'm going to go hang out in the bathroom now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to go to my office. Sorry. Why? Oh, leak happened. Gotta go. <laughs> I, I also wrote, she's just staring at him like a fucking creep. So Such a creep. <laughs> so I mean, kudos to the actress who plays Dorothy. You are selling it. Yeah, she does a great job. And yet comments, once he, he looks back at Dorothy, looks at Arthur again and comments, boy, you sure do look alike. You know, they're really, like, pushing that joke now. Like, it's been, like, four episodes where they're yeah. like, oh, you look like Dorothy. We get yeah. it. They're fucking brother and sister in real life. Yeah. Move on. So, it, here's a theory. If this episode <laughs> is out of order, which it seems that way, is it Bertram who came up with the, um, hey, let's make reference that they're brother and sister because they actually are? Well, to be fair, he's not the writer. He's the director. Yeah, but that that sounds like a Bertram uh, ad lib. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Uh, I forget his name. I forgot your name. I'm just gonna call you by your stage name, Arthur. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Dorothy. You guys are cousins, right? Well, well, in real, well, your brother and sister. I, I know that. I, I, I know that. I know that. Okay, I know. 
Uh, why don't we just uh, uh, take it from the top again, but just say like, yeah, yeah, mention that how they look the same. That's hilarious. Don't you I, think that, that that's funny? It's I kind of isn't it? I like to think that Bertram doesn't actually know that the character, like the actors, are actors. He actually thinks that they're the real people <laughs> like from he's the show. Into grass. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "You're Arthur. Arthur, right? You're rich yeah. now. Can I borrow some money? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got, I got the." For the after party, uh, give me like 150 bucks. No more. 300. 300. Oh, what? Oh, I mean, uh, it's okay. Keep 300 going. and a pet rat? Deal. Yeah, deal. <laughs> That's how Dorothy lost her rat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, here we go. What? We're going to the Alexa storyline. Yep. So next conversation in the cafeteria is so this okay so it's it's Alexa and Michelle. This is I think the first deleted scene um, from what I understand that I missed. Um, I I have it's hard to tell what is because I have all the DVDs so I just watched that so. Well, I yeah. Mean, um, it, was this a deleted scene? So I yeah, it, uh, it it basically cuts in. Um, okay. when Alexa just says, oh, you're looking at BLT, you like him. So oh. all the stuff before that um, oh. is not there yes. on the Canadian edit. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, yeah. there you go. But so- if you go to the Degrassi wiki page, they usually, in their in their um, summaries of the plot lines, they usually have details on the um, on the cutscene. So that's where I got my, oh, cool. my information from. Okay. Um, so in the full extended version, we see Michelle and Alexa talking. Uh, Alexa's talking about the dance and again, how she's going to dance with all the boys. Um, uh, that, rem- that reminded me of Teen Girl Squad. Um, I love every boy. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it just did. Well, okay. To be fair, she is only, she's going to uh, dance with every cute guy there. Every so, cute yes, guy. Sorry. Of I just want to also point out case. that Michelle was probably. One of my first like crushes. Really? Nice. Like, yeah, for she sure. Is, she's adorable. She yeah, is so it was cute. like her and Anna Klumsky from My Girls. Like Klumsky? I thought it was Chlumsky. I don't know. Whatever. Thomas can't see without his glasses. <laughs> Not a fan of bees. That one. Oh my god, that scene! <laughs> I could cry right now uh, just thinking about it. Too, too one one could say that scene stings. <laughs> Too soon. Oh, <laughs> it will always be poor Thomas J. Okay. Back. Right, I should be nice. There we go. <laughs> Buzz off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enough about any other ones? dead dude. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Michelle and Alexa are talking. Alexa's excited. She's dancing with all of the boys again. Um, Michelle points out that Simon. Um, wasn't too happy about that last time at the dance and Alexa says Simon's boring and says that they might break up I mean She's they are in grade well. eight it's like, of course and that's a totally normal of course totally normal situation also yeah. can I just say that like Simon when he first arrived at the school like he looked pretty rad like he had like cool clothes and like his hair is on point. Like we were talking about a previous episode. I yes. was like, I buy it. I buy that he's like the like the hot new guy. The guy in the commercial. Step- 
Yeah, Stephanie K, who was lusting after him. Like, in this episode, like, he's wearing, like, nerd clothes. Like, I don't know what happened to him. Alexa was, broke like, him. He, Alexa happened. I guess. Exactly I, like, what he happened. Came, what, break no, me, too. He, came from, he mm. came from outside and then was, like, infected by the Alexa. kids. <laughs> of, of the he's been hanging out with Bartholomew Bond. and That's uh, it. Yeah. That's it. You know what? Anyway. Bartholomew Bond. And that dude with the wagon. Distinctly more boring in I mean, this episode he, and more nerdy in this episode. He arrives. He he gets a girlfriend almost right away. He looks around at everybody in the school and he's like, "Oh, I don't need to try anymore." Yeah, <laughs> I got this bitch telling me what to do every minute of the day. Oh. Cool. Oh. <laughs> okay, Courtney oh. said that again. Everyone. Oh, so, yeah, I did. Well, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, come on. All right, let's. Uh, yeah, so. Alexa notices that Michelle is staring at BLT. And How can you not? She oh, but before before she notices that Alexa also says that she got a new dress. It's very sexy, and that that the guys will try to look down it. Oh, <laughs> that's that's what she says. That's not in the I DVD know, cut. Girl I, knows what she wants. Yeah, I mean, hey, you got to use your assets, like some right? Sort of writing. Do you think this is like a writing thing to kind of fill the void, the character void of Stephanie K? Like, I know it's been. A full season removed. But I don't think so. No? At least we have a character who's sex positive. Yeah. Oh, I would say Melanie too. Yeah. Is sex positive. Melanie's okay, just not that. an asshole about it. Yeah. I think Melanie's very sex positive. Okay. Again, I don't have a lot of defense of Alexa in this episode, but yeah. I will not slut shame her for. I do. I have. Look down I have top. tons of defense. I'm not slut shaming her. I my <laughs> asshole comment is referring to a scene that maybe we'll get to in the next hour about Ooh, stay tuned about their lunch date in the park where she's a complete mm, asshole. Yeah, I can't I can't really defend that. I think Alexa hey, can wear whatever choice. she wants. The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> All right, so Michelle's staring at BLT. Alexa figures mm-hmm. out she's got a crush on him. Uh, Michelle's embarrassed, but Alexa assures her that. She has great taste because BLT has great muscles. And he he's, he's ripped. He is ripped, actually. It's a piece of ass. So Alexa wants to know if BL, if she, uh, Michelle thinks that uh, BLT knows about the crush. Michelle says no because she's shy. Unlike her, Alexa offers to coach her. Michelle thinks that's a bad idea. Turns out Michelle is fucking right. Um sidebar here i went to the degrassi fandom page to check out just the alexa simon history on the relationship they have a whole page dedicated to it and they have coined alexa and simon's relationship and they are known as selexa (laughs) which to me sounds like an erectile dysfunction medication (laughs) get yourself selexa Possibly an antidepressant. Or an antidepressant. I I, I struggle between the two. I went with erectile dysfunction. I I was on Cymbalta for a while, and I'm strongly reminded of that. Selexa. Cymbalta. Anyways, so I decided I was going to put each of us in a fictional relationship with Alan and determine what all of our couple names would be. Ooh. Um, And there's, as we know, there's two choices for each option, right? You could go with the first part of your name, the last part of his name, vice versa. I chose the best one. So Alan and Arlo, your your couple name is going to be Alro. <laughs> mm. 
All right. So the next couple I've matched is Alan and James. And I chose your uh, relationship name to be Jammin. So it's like... We be Jammin. Yeah. It's like Jammin. <laughs> James, you like that? <laughs> I, I, you know what my favorite part of that whole thing is how you explained it? That <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. It's kind of like how you explain Chicago Mix. It's like, guys... Camel corn's gonna sink to the bottom. You gotta turn it over and shake it up. No, the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Okay. Are you gonna turn turn Alan over and shake him up? Please, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always sinks to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is Alan and me, and our I our our relationship name is the most boring. Um, it's either, so I picked a favorite for the rest of you, but mine's a toss up. It's either Alney or Cortland. Cortland is good. Cortland. It's, it's just so boring. That would be our child's name. It's almost like, like an, it's a variety of apple. Yeah. It's like, what apple do you want? An Alney? Cortland apple. Hey, the Alney's in season. Why don't you go pick a couple of those? Oh, now it's Cortland season. Um, my favorite is when I matched Ted and Alan in a relationship. Their nickname is Talon. Yeah, Talon. We have a little Ooh. symbol that we make with our hands Talon. on each other. Or they don't make it with their hands. They make it with something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my sister's name is Anna, and her husband's name is Alan. And uh, so they're combined. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, relationship name is Anal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and yes, we do use it when referring to them. I love it. That's I. That's great. Well, um, I mean, your name is Alan too, Alan. So I mean, if you find the right girl, you too could be anal. <laughs> One day, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> the The final relationship I matched was Barry and Alan, and <laughs> Balan. No, Ailey. A Larry. 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 A Larry. No, a Larry. <laughs> Just because it sounds so. Why is everybody silly. doing me? <laughs> Why don't you guys hook up with each other? Be, it was too. Isn't that like your dream? Oh, you want I mean, everyone to do you? Like hey, man. Lot? Here's one. If Barry and James got together, they'd be Jerry. Huh? <laughs> oh. What's going on, big guy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, big guy. Sounds like you need a hose off. So one one thing I did want to say about this scene that I noticed is that like every time they cut to BLT, he is fucking shaking this yogurt. He is just giving this yogurt the wherewithal, like just ab- like abusing the shit out of this. Like every <laughs> like how much do you have to shake this fucking yogurt? Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um. Did you look up the kind of yogurt? Because maybe if you could research the yogurt. Maybe it has to I be could, shaken for at least one minute. I couldn't see. I could not see the brand. Right. But uh, don't worry. There will be granola brands that we discuss in the future. Can't wait. I actually also wanted to mention that BLT is talking to Mark at, in, during the scene. Um, and I did. I looked into Mark. Mark is uh, an actor called Andy Jacobsons. And uh, he only has a couple acting credits. But he actually became a fairly prominent cameraman. Um, just so you know. And uh, he was one of the camera operators on Mean Girls. And Ooh, I was like, "Ah, well done, Degrassi. Good job. Way to That's go!" A big movie. On Wednesdays, we wear Degrassi. We wear our Panthers uniforms. 
On Wednesday, we wear denim. All right. So we are, um, we're back in the hallway at Degrassi. The announcement over the speakers made me laugh. Uh, it said, uh, the pep rally for tonight has been canceled due to lack of interest. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the Degrassi spirit's taken a bit of a dip this season. Fair enough. Um, because they got the pool. Yeah. The cafeteria. There's no girls swim team anymore. And nobody showed up at at LD's, uh, opening soccer game. So, uh, everybody's just, they're just not feeling it. Uh, Joey spots Caitlin as he's at his locker. And he uh, asks her to be his partner in the movie assignment from Radich's class. Um, on deciding a movie, Joey suggests Teen Academy Four. Nice. And Caitlin re- agrees. I don't. I, yeah, not even reluctantly. She just agrees, and they make plans to go watch it. Um, so they're done. Joey uh, heads off down the hallway, and. Uh, <laughs> finds Liz and asks slash begs her to go to the dance with him. And he's kind of laid off Liz on the last couple episodes. So uh, I wasn't really aware that he was still like super like hot on her, but he promises no funny stuff because things are different this year. And she reluctantly agrees to go to the dance with him. Also during this scene, I don't know if this was cut out. Lucy walks in the other direction uh, during the scene. It was cut out. Yeah. And there are some kids in the hallway, including Tessa, who quietly speculate if she did it. Okay. That was follow through from. Okay. Actually, I think there was a little bit of mumbling from Tessa that I might just have not paid attention to. Um, oh, Tessa. Oh, Tessa. <laughs> she'll get hers. Don't worry. Yes. Speaking of doing the, it, the, Tessa. The, the, yes, the pot should not call the kettle black. Yeah. I love Tessa. Um, so we're out back outside the front of the school. Yick and Arthur are chatting about their plans for the night. Arthur is, uh, he's going to watch TV and do a little homework. And Yick interjects like, oh yeah, and counting your money. Mm-hmm. So we're back on the rich thing again. What the fuck? Ah, uh, Dorothy approaches Arthur after Yick leaves. And Arthur channels his big sister's uh, behavior almost to a T. Like, Dorothy is hiding behind the tree. Arthur's approaching it. And he gets upset because he doesn't want to talk to Dorothy. I Continuing thought... the, the cycle of abuse. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't learn anything from the way he was treated. He just decides to recycle that treatment onto his cousin, who he looks a lot more like than his sister, and tells Dorothy not to talk to him because it's going to ruin his image. Dorothy wants to know if Yick likes her. And Arthur is, I think, surprised at the question. Says no and tells her to scram. Get out of here. And then she runs away. Um, Caitlin and the girls, the girls I mentioned before, Diana. Who was the other one that I thought was Rainbow? Trudy. Trudy. Trudy, Melanie, uh, they're talking about um, Caitlin and Joey and their movie plans. Um, Diana kind of chimes in that, and she thinks that Joey's not uh, Caitlin's type because <laughs> you're smart and Joey flunked. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not wrong. I mean, sure. Put it a little more delicately, maybe. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Caitlin isn't even phased. She's not concerned. She thinks that opposites attract. 
And then someone, I can't, I can't pinpoint the voice, but someone in the background is like, remember Rick? (laughs) (laughs) I thought someone in the background would be like, two steps forward, two steps back. (laughs) I'm not sure whose voice it was. I believe it was DJ Scat Cat in the background. Oh, yeah. I think it was MC Scott Cat. I think he was an MC, not a DJ. Was it MC? Oh. I don't know. Maybe he got upgraded when he fucked Paula Abdul. Because that was the point of that video. Like, they were dating. You post a picture of the the record on uh, Instagram. You should put it on your Star Wars record player. Uh, All right. Keep going. Anyways. (laughs) um, So, Joey walks up and they head out to the movies together. That is kind of a theme, like the opposites attract theme. Like, I feel like that's kind of a centralized theme of this episode a little bit. Um, it runs through some of the other storylines. Like, it's kind of like, are Michelle and BLT better suited or are Alexa and BLT better suited because they're more alike? Is Michelle better suited to Simon because they're more quiet and more alike? So I think that kind of runs through in the same vein a little bit or because they're both tormented by alexa and under her control completely tough to say i feel like you give a lot of credit to a 14 year old girl (laughs) i do she deserves it i mean it plays out for the rest of the series right um anyways let's not get into that right now so we're taken to the movie theater the fox beaches theater which uh or as it is now and you can see very clearly on the sign. So this was not a difficult one to kind of seek out. It's 2236 Queen Street East. Um, this is actually still a theater. It's uh, known as the Fox Theater now. And it's currently closed because of COVID, as far as I could tell. They mm. do um, take out concessions. But um, they do have coming attractions. So once they're back open uh, coming attractions, you can go see the Cat Video Fest <sighs> at the Fox Theater. No thanks. I'm just, I'm just kind of happy that it's still a theater. Like, uh, there's a lot of old theaters that over time have closed down, and I think it's really cool that this one's still a theater. And if you want to, you can go see a movie in the same place where Caitlin and Joey went to see Teen Academy Five. Four. Um, this one was also seen in Dinner and a Show. Um, when I guess Snake and Melanie went to. Well, yeah, it's see- the only theater in town. We established that. It's, it's the only one in Toronto. Yeah. That's right. They went to see... So, um, same theater. What was the one they went to? I was about swamp? to say Swamp Sex Robots. I know, me too. <laughs> like, nope, nope, that's the not. porn. <laughs> they went, I don't they know. They wish they got was to it go Alien see Swamp Sex Robots swamp? in the theater. Alien Robot? Ro- I don't know, something. It was Revenge of the Reptiles. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Very yes. close to what I just said. Yeah, you nailed not it. A, not close at all. Um. All right. Thank you, Arlo. I was really counting on you to give me that for real. I, I came through on that one. To... You always There's do. There's probably many others that I won't come through on, but that one I did. Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, Joey and Caitlin, we see Joey and Caitlin. They're obviously they're just coming out of watching the movie. Joey loved it. And Caitlin did not. Uh, she found it sexist because women were in bikinis the whole time, which is obviously the reason why Joey liked it. Um, but we see Joey like showing a little bit of, um, insecurity here because he thinks his opinion doesn't matter. So he hears Caitlin not liking it and he doesn't want his opinion to be shared because he flunked, right? And Caitlin tells him that he's not stupid and that there's all kinds of different types of smart. And then she tells him, you know, like you're good with people. Is he? And that's exactly what I have in quotes. I'm like, is he? 
three question marks. <laughs> I wrote five question marks. Oh, well, <laughs> good. You win. I, I questioned it a little bit more than you. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I, just, I didn't actually have that reaction at all. Like, I, I actually thought she was being really kind. And no, I oh, think she's she being is. Kind. No, no. It, but like, I, no, but I like, I'm not good with people. Like, I don't know how to talk to people. And when I like, when I meet a stranger or see someone on the street, like, it makes me nervous. It gives me anxiety. And so I really admire people who are extroverts who can just like seamlessly be able to talk to whoever like it doesn't necessarily mean, like good with people like you are okay with um like you know navigating the ins and outs of relationships but i think that like joey's like he could just walk up to someone and ask them a question or or any of those things and like any of those social things that give me so much anxiety Yes, I think I so think I, I think that he he is good at those things. He is. I think when Al and I are questioning it, it's more like the choices he's made in terms of like how he interacts with his friends. Yes, well, that's true. Well, I mean, is bringing <laughs> fucking condoms to the girl you just met's place to study <laughs> good with people? Good with people? Oh, not so selling sure. fake drugs in the school basement. Telling your your best friend that you guys should take a joyride in your dad's car. Yeah, I mean, like on the other hand, like I like what I was kind of viewed it as like you know he like he, for example like he meets Liz right like he goes into the office and they're just like hey this is Liz can you show her, show her around and he's like yes I can and immediately he's like hey want to go out is like that good I would, with people. I, well, I mean, in some ways, like, I would never, like, I would have way too much social anxiety to be able to ever ask somebody that. For sure. And I really admire people who are forward enough and outgoing enough to do stuff like that and to, like, tell stories in a big group of people and, like, not be worried about all the things. So, like, I kind of took, that's how I took it. And, Fair uh, enough. Is James still here? I don't know. James? No. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, here. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If you want to leave your mic on, we can hear you snoring. You idiots. (laughs) Uh, Two more things about this scene. First of all, there's a poster of Teen Academy 4 in the background that has a bunch of people on it looking like they're having fun. And the word (laughs) party is on it. Yes, clutch stars in this. Uh, Secondly, listener Kevin Watson emailed us, narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com, and he notes about this scene... Attached is a photo of 98 Degrassi Street, Caitlin's house in this episode. This house was owned by Bruce Mackey. The second pick is the park named after Bruce, just north of Queen Street East at Degrassi. Joey and Caitlin watch the movie at the Fox Theater on Queen Street East at Beach. When they leave, they turn left and walk east. They should have turned right to walk west to Caitlin's house. He also notes as a fact, and this is the most important fact, Season's Greetings is the absolute worst episode in the entire Degrassi <laughs> franchise. So, thanks, Kevin. Kevin, you were right on, man. <laughs> wow. He's even more particular than I am. You are so right on. And we actually have, we've received a couple of really interesting emails from listeners who have a lot more knowledge about this show than I do. Um, and at some point I'll share them. Just not Stay right tuned. now. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I got to keep you guys. It's a teaser. Got to keep you guys wanting more. All right, so we've discussed the theater. They've come out, share their opinions. They disagree. Uh, Caitlin convinces Joey that his opinion matters. And Joey walks Caitlin home. So they start talking about the dance, the fall dance that happens after Christmas. (laughs) 
and he asks her if he's she's going and she kind of sort of says maybe i don't know joey encourages to go says that she he will dance with her um joey leaves and she puts on her headphones again like right away right away like the moment he turns his yeah. back and is walking away those headphones go I on just and she's gotta listening. Hear, i gotta hear i that can't song. i can't get enough of joey jeremiah and she just pops those headphones on and if, if, if you kept the camera on her for like 45 seconds, you could see her stop the tape and flip it over because that's how long the song is. <laughs> side, well, it so. is the extended version. Yeah. Um, so in this like fucking stupidest, I hate, sorry, I hate the plot with Yik and Dorothy. I don't get it. It's so stupid. I feel like Yik, maybe Yik's parents are like paying Bertram to keep him in the series. Like... <laughs> Just keep giving him, like, just whatever. Like, just keep mentioning him. Make up something. I don't care. Just pay Am I remembering correctly that Dorothy, like, does not appear in Degrassi High? I think she's in Degrassi High. I think she's in Degrassi High, yeah. Not really? mm, We'll have to check, Arlo. I'll check. If I had internet, I'd tell you. (laughs) I mean, we'll we'll find out. But, like, these two episodes, I've just been like, what the fuck is this stupid fucking plot? It's like, nothing. I, like, it's stupid. I, nobody gives a shit about like the antics of Dorothy and like like it just What we're talking about everybody is that Dorothy squirts Yik with a water gun in front of the school and then Yik calls her a narbo and he's wondering why she did it and Arthur tells Yik Dorothy likes you and there's nothing that comes of this. Nothing. It's a complete waste of fucking time. Like they already have this subplot of Alexa and Simon and Michelle and BLT this is just put in for no reason other than what I just said, that Yik's parents are bribing Bertram to keep him in the series. It just, like, it honestly does feel like they were just like, like in, you know, like the first season, it was like every single episode had to have like an Arthur and Yik subplot. And for some reason, we're in season three now. And, there and are... somebody is like, oh, we still need to have an Arthur and Yik subplot in every single episode or something. Like, I just... I do not understand it. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate the characters. It's fine. Like, I, w- I would be perfectly happy to see Arthur and Yik grow. But I don't, like, I don't get why it's just, like, they're just being shoved into a subplot in every single freaking episode. And now they've added Dorothy as a device to get that, like, goal accomplished. It's so strange. No, I, I agree. And, and there's also so many other characters that you could be making subplots of right now. Like, you do not need to carry on this angle. Trust me, viewers are not concerned about... Whether Arthur's rich or not? Like, okay. Yeah, like Fuck. what he's reading about in the fucking business section. Or that Dorothy, his cousin, is, is has a crush on Yik. It's not a concern. It, it's um, a build-up to the, to the high school, like... And I know, yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, so now I'm all thrown off by this. Caitlin's, Caitlin's, Caitlin's giving a rundown. Yeah, I know. Well, we got a rage out of the way. Our fury is like fired. Okay, so we're back. Caitlin is is back telling the girls about about the date. Uh, and she's going through it. He bought her popcorn. Blah blah blah. That's a good sign. And then she says. He asked her to the dance. That's an excellent sign. No, you do yeah. it better than me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Melanie's like, that's an excellent sign. Much better. 
that's an excellent sign. He didn't, I mean, to be fair to Joey, like, he didn't actually ask her to the dance. And no, and Caitlin clarifies that. He said, oh, so are you going to the dance? Like, what what was his exact word? He was like, oh, are you going to the dance? He says, are you going to go to the dance? And she says, I don't know. And he says, you got to. It's going to be fabulous. I'll dance with you. I'll dance with you. And then that's it. And so... Okay. They're so, boyfriend I mean, girlfriend now, apparently. But Caitlin clarifies that. So in she's jo- in Joey's defense for this episode. Like he this is a miscommunication. And Caitlin says that. So she says originally he's gonna ask her to the dance, and then she says, Well, sort of. He says he'll dance with me. But the girls all hear that and say that means that he asks you. Like so, they so reinforce they're all dumb. that. No, yeah. they all don't get so it. So they're all stupid. If if I if I was Caitlin and somebody's like are you going to go to the dance? I'll dance with you. It wouldn't mean to me like we are going to the dance together. And first of all, it, we didn't have dates to dances in junior high. I don't know if Maybe you guys. You didn't. <laughs> well, Sorry, Courtney. I did. I, mean, I did wear homemade clothes. Opening up old, old wounds. I I personally never had a date to the dance in junior high. I didn't either. But. Arlo. I was dating someone from another school. Well, that's oh. so many. Um, oh yeah, my but, my boyfriend lived I, in I um, the Yukon. He couldn't make it. <laughs> I do remember it in day news when someone asked someone out to dance. That was a big that was a big deal. It was like, did you hear that so and so asked so and so to the dance? Yeah, it was never oh god, like, really? did you hear they it, went it was, to the it dance? Was a big deal. It was it like was a big deal. Oh my god, they danced together. But anyways. Joey comes into the class and all the girls stare at him. Yeah, and it's really uncomfortable <laughs> and comfortable. also super hilarious. Um, so we're at Mr. G- back to Mr. Garcia's class. So Alexa, as we know, she's plotting to get Michelle and BLT together. Um, so after class lets out, Alexa has a plan. She invites BLT. Um, <laughs> to have lunch with her Simon and and Michelle outside since it's so nice and he agrees and I'm pretty sure this is, this is part of uh what gets deleted and I believe Simon acts really confused about eating in the park. Oh, I don't yeah. No? I just said that she invites BLT to okay. have lunch with them. So the apparently park. Simon is like, "What? We're eating in the park?" She's like, "Yeah, let's go Simon." And then yeah. she bosses him around. Um I mean, in in Alexis. Uh, here we go. Like, okay, Simon's being really fucking numpty. Like every scene in this, he's totally. Being, like, I mean, ob- he is kind ob- of an old, no- like an obnoxiously idiotic person. Hundred percent. I can understand the frustration that, like, hundred percent. I, you know, I am not the smartest fucking. I'm not the brightest bulb in the in the drawer. But like, I. <laughs> That's what- I'm not the brightest bulb in the um, uh, light socket. <laughs> Sorry, Arlo. I wasn't Friends. trying to finish you could that be either. a bulb in a garden. <laughs> That's be. true. Yeah. I'm I'm not the sharpest crayon in the box. But... When I think of crayons, I think of sharp. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, listen, guys. Let's focus here. <laughs> oh, um, take okay. charge! Listen, I like I, I like seeing you take I charge mean, in person. I, I, I do get particularly frustrated work. with people who talk really slowly. What are you <laughs> what? talking about? No, but Arlo? seriously, and like in all of these scenes, like Simon's just like, so oh, was that? What about people with, with stutters? Yeah, <laughs> like I would have gotten so frustrated with that. So I, like I do 
relate to Alexa. What if he had bit. a what if he had a speech impediment and was going to speech therapy to try and fix it? Well, then he doesn't deserve to have a girlfriend. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> okay, then. Wow. What happened to that? He has a speech impediment. I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, well, no, it's just he just talks slow. It's okay. Don't worry about it. He doesn't. It's because he's like I can see the wheels turning is the thing, and I like it's two very different types of people, right? And it, like one's not better than the other. Like I what. As I'm talking, my wheels are continuously turning in my head, and that's not always a good thing. Sometimes it means I blurt out things that are not good things to say out loud. It's like, and, like there's other people where like they're speaking, and you can see the cogs turning in their head, and it makes them speak slower because they're they're more cautious with things that spew out of their mouths, and that's a good thing too. But like as as somebody who speaks quickly and thinks quickly in that way, like it, it can be very frustrating talking to someone whose cogs are spinning slower. You know what? And, some, uh, some people just take longer to do things than others. That's that's all it comes down to, right, Cord? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Especially super special Simon. Poor Simon. God bless him. So Joey and Caitlin are working on their review. And yes, and so Joey continues. Um, to believe that his opinion isn't worth including in their presentation because he thinks that he's dumb and Caitlin's way smarter. He thinks Caitlin would be better off doing this on her own. And Caitlin, being a, the amazing girl she is, stops him from leaving, says that she, they should give both of their opinions on the movie. And Joey's like, yeah, like those guys on TV. It doesn't identify them, just the dudes yes, on TV. Those guys. Very clearly Siskel and Ebert. Yes. Are they? They're. Are they both dead now? No, only one of yeah. them is. Just Cisco. No. I, I, I thought they were both. I thought they both died. I don't know. I don't, have both in, dead. I don't have. I'm pretty internet. sure Ebert passed away as well. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it, it was Cisco and Ebert, and then Ebert and Roper, and then I think Ebert passed away as well. Yeah, I think he had cancer. Um, oh let's not. So let's not go down. He did. Yeah. They're both. Yeah, they're both dead. He gone. Ro- Ro- Roper is probably still going, and maybe has another host now i'm not sure but although he's probably pretty bored now since covid you can't see new movies so maybe gene cisco was young when he died holy shit was he he's yeah. 53 Ebert only yeah. made it to 70 it's all that Jesus. popcorn all right so we're back in mr <laughs> garcia's class uh we see alexa coming out and she's super dismissive of simon and simon so i'm wondering if i missed a scene here because all of a sudden it's just like alexa's just like get out of here simon like they're just She's she's done with him. Did we see anything at the park? Oh yeah, I totally missed all that. Yeah, there's a whole scene at the park. So they're at the park. Alexa, they're they're kind of sitting there, the four of them. Yes, and they they're, are. They're sitting in the park. I'm totally stealing this. Do it storyline for me. They're in front of the of the Degrassi grocery. Yes, which, yeah. which we've seen before. So Arthur has purchased. 20 super crunch delights. <laughs> yes, and Rick has purchased his um, licorice just, from there. Also, just so you know, um, this is located at 114 Degrassi Street. Um, it is no longer a grocery store, unfortunately. It oh. is a now purely residential, as I can tell. Uh, it's like the same. You can kind of still see the same features, but it's been turned into a residential unit. So if you do want to visit, please be respectful. Okay, um, well, Because someone sure. lives there. But don't try to barge in and buy 20 Super Crunch Delights. You will have to 
Bring your own super crunch delights. Um, after Mr. Garcia's class, Alexa is plotting. And this is where I screwed up. So they're at the park. They're at the park. Alexa is asking every. So they're all sitting there in silence. Awkward it's, silence. It's super awkward. So Alexa finally asks, has anyone seen a good movie lately? And BLT pipes up and says, what do you, what movie do you guys think he's going to bring up? Reptile. Re- Revenge of the show? Reptiles? Yeah. No, no. It's, it's Teen Academy 4, everybody. Well, it's the only movie Swamp playing. <laughs> There's <laughs> only one movie playing in town at the one yes. theater. So of course it's Teen Academy yeah. 4. So BLT pipes up, says Teen Academy 4 was fabulous. And of course, we have seen every female on this show, on this episode, say how they hate this movie. Sexist, boring. Alexa, oh my god, I love that movie. Like, of course she loved it. So, they talk, here are some of the scenes from this movie. Uh, by the way, Michelle didn't like it. Simon says it was kind of, sort of, and Alexa cuts him off and tells him to finish his lunch. Oh, Simon, just eat your lunch. Uh, so, here are some of the scenes. It was so funny when the cop car went through the shopping mall and the policeman fell in the pool. (laughs) Wow. And uh, when the principal got shaving cream all over him and then Simon is like, is that the part like where they were eating? And Alexa blows him (laughs) off again. And uh, Michelle says that they need to go back to school. So it sounds like a funny movie. And I, I wish that Bertram would uh, do another spin-off and actually make this movie so that we could see it. Yeah, it would be super great. Pretty par for the course for like 1980s sex comedies. Um so as Michelle says, you know, we've got to get going. BLT and Alexa continue to talk about how funny this movie is and they kind of leave Simon and Michelle in the lurch as they keep talking and they talk about another movie as well. Um, it to be 3. <laughs> Uh, it's some horror movie but anyways the point is that blt and alexa have clearly hit it off michelle and and simon are just kind of left to to follow back um next up we see caitlin and joey giving their movie review in front of the class um they're both sharing their opinions on the movie caitlin's obviously saying that she doesn't like it joey is providing the uh the opinion that it's good that it's nice and light it's funny there's too much reality it's it's not it's not serious but who needs serious because life's serious enough so all of a sudden like this fucking dope boy is like like the best presenter ever yeah it's true he's fucking nailing it i did i actually really like the scene because they do a really good job of of being um you know on opposite ends of this movie and you can see Radich in the back with his fucking royal blue pants <laughs> with his like man spread big time yeah but he's probably pretty excited because now he knows which movie to take his next date to from where from the the portuguese sandwich place is oh, that yeah. the chicken mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. on a two on cheap yeah. on cheap movie nights tuesday nights yeah uh, I actually, uh, I really like that Caitlin was able to tell Joey that she really didn't like the movie um, like previously we've seen Melanie who is like, Oh, like that movie is ter- you, you said it was terrible. And she's like, I don't care. He wants to see it. Ugh. And like, she's, she's one of like the progressive characters. So but to be I, fair, I really that movie was about this- reptiles, not about girls in bikinis. 
I just I, I appreciate that Caitlin was like confident enough in her own sort of views and her own like agency over her being that she was able to say, you know what, I I didn't like it. I know you did. I didn't. And they were able to discuss it and give conflicting reviews, which is exactly what this whole episode is about. But like, I I feel like that's like it's an advancement. Um, and it does let young women know that it's okay if you have a conflicting opinion. It's okay to say that. You don't have to be like, I loved it too. Yeah, but then in the end, and he doesn't, he I, doesn't I really go to the dance with her that. in the end. So what lesson did we really learn? <sighs> if you want boys <laughs> to like you, then you just gotta watch their movies and spread your legs. <laughs> Oh, that, hot take that, from that, Regina. <laughs> Spread your legs. That's how bitch. it works out. That's how it works out west. Um. <laughs> all right. So as I'm I was saying, saying, I thought it. I thought it was refreshing that she was able to feel confident enough in her opinion to say, you know what, I didn't like it. I don't have to agree with everything that you think. And, and they both. Um. They both. Not everybody use- feels that confident. They both use amazing props in their presentation of they Joey gives the movie three thumbs up. Three. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they landed on the three. And mm. Caitlin gives the movie three thumbs down. There may have been like a copyright rule with two thumbs up and yeah, two thumbs down. Yeah, it could have been. But what I was yeah. thinking was like you could have just taken Joey's and just turned it upside down and used it for yours, but you just duplicated just they have unlimited funds at the Unnecessary school. effort. That's all I'm saying. Um, all right. So we're back to Mr. Garcia's class. And Alexa is completely over Simon. They kind of just... just- uh, sorry, just a quick side note about the thumbs up and the thumbs down. Um, if you actually make it like a thumbs up to other people, um, your fingers are actually on the inside, not the outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> giving a thumbs down to other people, like you're... You're actually your oh, fingers yeah, are good point. We have, they're, we, they're, they're in the way that they're drawn. They're actually kind of reversed, unless you're like you're giving yourself the thumbs. <laughs> me up and Alan right now are both putting our thumbs up and then putting them down together and yeah. just like comparing. Yeah, so we're, yes, we're, we're proving your point. <laughs> um, before we go to Garcia's class, they leave uh, Radich's class, and Joey is thrilled because he got an A. Yes, and he tells Caitlin that she's smart, she's beautiful. And she's, she's perfect. perfect. You're right. I missed this one. Sorry. And then he says he needs help with math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he takes off and she says, I'll see you at the dance. And he says, count on it. Which, yeah. again, in her head, solidifies their date, I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. I understand her confusion. I wouldn't necessarily say, like, yes, we're at the dance together. But it would at least to me indicate that, like, he's going to the dance with no identified date. Because he's looking forward to seeing me. Yeah, like he's offering dance. to dance with me. He's looking forward to he's seeing me. He's going to ask me to dance. Like and it's going to be a deal. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, whatever. It's neither here nor there. So now after I've, I think I haven't fucked up anymore. We're actually at <laughs> Mr. Garcia's <laughs> class now. We are. Doing great okay. We're, we're, all, we're, here, we're all here for you. Thank you. I know. I love you guys. <laughs> love you guys so much. <laughs> Um, but talk into the mic, please. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I keep leaning back because it's so comfy. I forget it. the mic is not attached to my headphones. Um, so we see the class letting out at Mr. Garcia's. Alexa 
is dismissive as Simon. He kind of just stares at her and walks away. She just bleh, rolls his, rolls her eyes at him. And she now appears to be eagerly awaiting BLT. Um, Michelle comes up to her and thanks her for her help. But Alexa has decided that Michelle and BLT just, they're just not suited. And Alexa's like, at least I can talk to him. And Michelle is clearly hurt. Alexa has no interest. Like, I don't know if she just is oblivious to it or doesn't give a shit, but she doesn't care. Michelle says flat out, you know, I like him. Yeah. And Alexa doesn't give a fuck. And then she tells him or she tells me, hold on, hold on. She tells Michelle that boys are like buses. If you miss one, another will be along in a few minutes. Now, Arlo, defend your girlfriend. Okay. Like, I... (laughs) Okay, this is a messy situation, right? Because, like, of Alexa. Alexa... Alexa didn't know <laughs> that she and BLT got along so well until after Michelle had mentioned that she liked BLT. So, like, that uh-huh. fucking sucks. Like, it... it like the, For the Alexa? Optics of it, the, opti- the optics of it suck in that, like, it looks like she didn't go after BLT until she found out that Michelle liked him. But honestly, she didn't actually get to know BLT until she was trying to help Michelle. And like James was saying earlier, like, the heart wants what the heart wants. Like, if BLT and Alexa like each other, and BLT doesn't like Michelle, even if Michelle likes BLT, like, okay like sorry sorry so and I, I know that like later on i know that eventually michelle and blt get together blah, 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 blah. but like in this particular episode like so, like no 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 disagree sorry no you know what i don't i don't have a problem with her at some point trying to swoop in if she really likes this guy not like there like they went to the park specifically for the two of them michelle and blt and by the time they're done alexa's all over that and like the same day blows off her friend you gotta wait you gotta wait a bit of time it's pretty shitty um it's very shitty it's super shitty fuck alexa you can at least ask your friend like hey i really like this person like would it be okay like if i yeah, but instead the opposite. Happens. Instead, she lies yeah, to no, Michelle. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I there's I, there's not a ton of defense. I'm just saying, like, there's I, no defense. There's no defense in no this defense. one. She lies oh, to no, her friend's tons, face. There's there's tons of defense for Alexa in this. I'm gonna tell you why. And I oh, hate no. Alexa, but right at the beginning, during when she said, "I want to dance with all the cute guys," and she talked about how how it's one of those things like. She talked about how uh, attractive or whatever BLT was. And as soon as they hit it off, she just acts. That's the thing. Alexa, as annoying and as as much as a character as a hater, she's very impulsive. And she just acted. And whether she... You could argue what she did was kind of crappy. And it was very crappy. But at the same time, she said... <laughs> she stated what she was going to do. So... I can't I mean, believe James and I are on the same side of this. Uh, like, me neither. Are you going to fight uh, over which no, one of you makes her your girlfriend or what? No, because here's the, here's the thing. She's my she girlfriend. stated, Alexa, as much as I hate she's self-involved and blah, 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 blah. She's at least talking about. So Michelle um, is very shy. That, and that's okay, too. But in this case, Alexa's like, 
Well, uh, I really like him, so I'm going to go do this. Is it the best thing? No, but it's understandable. The heart wants what the heart wants. And Simon's <laughs> been uh, such a dud lately. So, I mean. Well, and ultimately, there's no indication at this point that BLT has any interest in Michelle. None. Actually, there's that little nod when they go to lunch where she's kind of like, or he's kind of like, oh, very excited. Yeah, so that's a fucking 14 year old boy. He's probably. That's true. Like, aka nodding at everyone. Like, I. All right. So, my favorite part of this entire discussion is when Alexa tells, and I know we've already said it, but I think it bears repeating. Alexa tells Michelle that boys are like buses, and if you miss one, Another one comes along in a few minutes. Unless you're in Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Then you have to wait two hours. Yeah. My yeah. God, especially in the winter. It's so good. Okay. Um. So Michelle is clearly upset and she leaves. Alexa has no idea. And she's like, hey, bye. See you at the dance. <laughs> and Michelle's like, she's not going to the dumb dance. But Alexa doesn't she's, fucking care because BLT has very, showed up. She is very insensitive. She, yes. I know. That's what she I'm only curious. sees her own you know, relationship values and she doesn't see other people's relationship values as much as I may agree with her relationship values. Like I, you have to be sensitive to other people's as well. You can't just steamroller into someone else's marriage and be like, polyamory is great. Like you can't like it, it, everyone has to be on board. It can't just be you. Yeah. You can't just be a bitch and disregard your friend's <laughs> feelings and be yeah, like, okay, hey, bye. Here comes this guy that I like who has all the muscles. <laughs> As being on both parts of this situation, I've been in both. Oh, yeah? Um, I could see. Oh, yeah. I can see both sides. So Tell me about it. I mean, well, no, I I don't need to get into specifics, yes, but like. Do. I like enjoying James as my unlikely ally. Me too. Well, no, because um, it's like I want to hear about this. The, the yeah, we're, we're like I like that. Me and Courtney here, are on the same the side. Yeah. Here's the thing with Alexa, and and I, I hate her, but at the same time, she's what 14. How okay, so now that defense to... works for you because that every time Arlo brings that in, it doesn't work for you, but now it does. Just okay. Good <laughs> I'm to not know. done. Good to know. I, I love being cut off, but uh, uh, but. Here's the thing that she's going to make mistakes. And a lot of these characters clearly always make mistakes. Joey. Um, <laughs> Joey. But, the people yeah. person. I mean, frankly, if we're going to be honest about this, maybe Alexa had Alexa has foresight. She knows, Michelle, your dad, kind <laughs> of a racist. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to work. <laughs> Just so you know. Yes, you are totally positioning like Alexa as the hero. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You're Alexa. saying a lot of things about the Greeks. Like, uh, and, you know. Yeah. Okay. Alexa's that's Greek, right? Fair, fair enough, I, I James. So. Yeah. That, um, that's really what it is. What it, no, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's okay. I'll, you know, I like I, I defend this because it's a plot choice that I like because Alexa gets her comeuppance in the end. So, oh, yes. oh spoiler alert! Yeah, it's yes. great. It's fantastic. Oh, this is a good one. Sorry, <laughs> Arlo. The reason I'm defending Alexa because that leads to what happens. Yeah. So if okay, Alexa's good. a good friend, none of that happens. Well, the, the, I, I will concede point to Michelle ultimately in this one. The so. best part about her comeuppance is that Simon is the one who comes up with the idea. 
Yes. So Michelle leaves the school dejected, and Simon is waiting for her and asks uh, if they can walk home. And he says, as they're walking out of the scene, I have an idea about how we can make the dance a lot more fun. And I'm like, fucking Simon, like, yeah, what's happening here? And especially because he's portrayed as this, like, numpty up until this point who has, like, no ability to even produce words. He's, like, concocted this genius plan, which I actually cheered for. And we will get to that. Um, very, very effective as well. So great. So we we skip to, um, after we see Simon and Michelle, we skip to Caitlin, who is in her room getting ready for the dance that she thinks that she is going to with Joey. And she's trying on some pretty fabulous dresses, I must say. Oh, she's looking fly. She's looking fantastic. I mean, like, in a appropriate 41-year-old your, man your talking about it. Your 14-year-old self yeah. is yeah. saying, yeah. whoa, she's oh, looking she's, fly, yeah. not your 41-year-old self. Yeah. She has pretty great dresses. Um, and that song is playing in the background as yes. she's doing it. We get a little montage of her getting ready for the dance while everybody wants something is playing because she's still listening to that fucking she's obsessed. song. And yeah. again, I get that as a girl who's obsessed with a boy. They also show the tape cover a little bit in more detail here. And it's the, their three faces. I don't know who drew it. Someone did a good job of drawing them. Yeah. But Joey's face, of course, is much bigger than Obviously. the other two. Obviously. Um, so after we see Caitlin getting ready, we're taken to the fall dance. Dun, dun, dun. After Christmas, <laughs> it's time for fall. And I believe, oh, so, so this is where I have a question. I'm, I'm sh- positive either Alan or Arlo or James will answer this. The song that's playing at the dance. Is it Gowan? It is. It is Like a Fool by Images in Vogue. Okay, interesting. So, a quick note on that, and now I have to find the message. I may have lost it. Um, shit. Keep going, and I'll tell okay. you. Keep going. Um, the, so, I kind of tried to pay attention to who was dancing in the background. I'm pretty sure I see Scooter legit busting a move. Like, good, solid dance moves in the background. And while Alan's looking for whatever he's looking for... Um, we see Snake. He's walking by Lucy, says hi, and then fucking Luke appears. <laughs> it's like, tell Snake, yeah, I heard she sleeps around. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. And Snake disagrees. Like, he's he's sure that it's just a rumor. Um, And I guess that kind of lays the groundwork a little bit for the next episode where we see that obviously Lucy's lie to her friends hasn't completely resolved. Um, so the next, uh, next people we see are Alexa and BLT and they're talking in the hallway at the dance. Alexa is fawning over BLT's muscles. <laughs> like just as oh, one does love your muscles. She's just feeling up his arm and he loves it. Happens He's to me sipping on his freshie. He's having a good time. And just then we see Simon and Michelle walk in. And this is where we see Simon's, um, Simon's like super secret. Sexy plan. Sexy plan come to fruition. Him and Michelle walk in with their arms around each other. Michelle, seeing Alexa, stops, looks at her and says, my favorite line of the entire fucking show. Hi, Alexa. You waiting for a bus? <laughs> Burns to her. And then the extended version, she's like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I love the admittedly, extended version. Admittedly, point to Michelle. 
Yeah. Oh, that is like, and then it so was a, it was a great moment. You, and you see, Alexa is clearly pissed. Like she is not happy, polyamorous Alexa. Everybody gets to fuck everybody. She is pissed that Simon is with Michelle. <laughs> it's true. Just a side note, if you are going to indulge in a polyamorous lifestyle, there's a lot of work that has to be done. It's not easy. Like you can't just like I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of conversation. There's a lot of like there's a lot of there's a lot of personal work that has to be done. It's not you can't just be like, Yeah, we're gonna go fuck other people. Like there there there's a lot of talk about boundaries and things like that. So it's not in, it's not so easy. If you're in grade eight and listening to this, just so you know. Yeah. And you're thinking yeah. about being polyamorous. Just don't it's not it's not Who isn't? Games. <laughs> Aren't we all? I mean yeah. at heart, possibly, but all right, here's what I was looking for. So I got a message from Rachel Scully, uh, who runs, she's the admin from the old school Degrassi group on Facebook. Yes. Uh, she says, I notice, this is to me specifically, I notice on your Instagram you're a music collector. How good are you with the most obscure rare music, especially when it comes out of Canada? You see, the past four years now, I've taken it upon myself to uncover all the songs, basically, from the OG Degrassi series. She's down to 13 that she needs to find. So, wow. so I don't know if we found one or if she knew that one already, but, uh, uh she probably did already. I'm questioning if this is, um, the same person who, uh, runs the Tumblr account of Luella's boiler room. Oh, she might. Rachel, uh, if well, you're out there, let us know. Well, if you are a uh, big fan, big fan of the site, uh, also some, uh, Degrassi fan fiction, on the site chapter by chapter, which is kind of exciting. Um, there's also a list of all, all of the music for the episodes that has been uncovered by this person. So, and obviously because it's named after Luella, I'm about it. So uh, shout out to Luella's boiler room, which is L O U E L L A S B O I L E R R O O M dot tumblr t-u-m-b-l-e-r dot com isn't tumblr without an e isn't it t-u-m-b-l-r um maybe oh my god please don't spell it again <laughs> that's I'm actually to help people find it it's not my fault luella when I, when luella kicked she got fired off degrassi she actually opened up her own bar called luella's boiler room nice i'd go there <laughs> and that's where Alan Cross DJs every Friday night. Check it out. Uh, you're right. There is no E. It's it's B L R for Tumblr. Nice. Um, but, so uh, check uh, it out. I about it. Yeah. In this particular episode, um, we have Like a Fool, which is Images in Vogue, which was a Canadian '80s new wave band. Um, and then the next one that we hear at the dance, it's And Say Goodbye, uh, by another Canadian band called The Box. Did your favorite pair Black not uh, make up any songs for this uh, dance? No, the dipshit duo. Dipshit they're, duo. They're actually there's less. Um, don't Leslie Man. There's and when Wendy Watson. Mm. Um, there's actually less of them musically in. I mean, besides the regular Degrassi score, but there's less of them in this season. It seems we see a lot more. Um, Canadian bands, some of them that have been lost to time, like Images in Vogue and The Box. Images in Vogue actually sounds a lot like they've been influenced by maybe David Bowie. I actually wrote that I didn't know what the song was, so I said this was some sort of David Bowie knockoff song. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently they had a you know a bunch of hits. I mean, I say hits loosely, like Canadian hits throughout the '80s. Um, and we also we get a lot of uh, Rush hits too. Um, well, Fuck I Rush. say hits loosely as well, but we get a lot of Rush songs. <laughs> oh, and uh, there's another artist called Michael Breen that uh, we get a lot of this season. This as is, well. all, by the way, for you people who did not grow up in Canada, we didn't listen to this shit. Like we didn't at our <laughs> yeah. dances. Like f- I, we didn't know no Canadian kids fucking that age. Didn't, I did not so listen, listen to, to Getty Lee at any of my much music video dance. Parties. Did not happen. I listened to Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer. Nice. Um, okay, that's it. So <laughs> and KOTB. Im- yes. Images in Vogue reminds me a lot of Strange Advance. If anyone's familiar with that. Whisper to a Scream. Uh, We Run. Yeah, it's the same song. It's not. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no, wait. Whisper to a Scream is what? Icicle works? You're right. Strange Advance is rerun. Whisper to a Scream. I, my hipster card. Right? Let me just let me just turn it turn it in. Whisper to a Scream is what I want to do right now so I can finish <laughs> this episode. <laughs> under two hours. We might not get there. Opened for David Bowie on his uh, tour, the Glass Spiders tour in the 1980s in Canada. And then they also had a hit. And uh, Images in Vogue reminds me a lot of that. And you'll hear a lot of Images in Vogue throughout this season. That's okay. We can start talking. About I mean, if sorry. we ever get to the rest of the season, you will hear. But images I just in want Vogue. to talk about David Bowie. Alexa is pissed and insisted BLT dan- uh, hey, dances with her. I could have done that, you know. Yeah. Um. Okay, fine. Keep going. Because <laughs> I think that scene is deleted. Because the next scene I have is Caitlin showing up. Yeah, so Alexa gets mad and she starts bossing BLT around like she does with Simon. And while she's doing this, we have the grade eights in the background gawking at them. Yes. And then this is when Caitlin comes in. And okay. I, yeah. Okay, so yes, I missed a scene again. And Looking fly. I mean, I, I didn't miss it. YouTube <laughs> missed it. Um, but Caitlin shows up and like people are um, really impressed with her looks. Like Nancy. And Caitlin, or sorry, Kathleen, are standing by themselves in the hallway and, like, basically, like, just gawk. Yeah, in the DVD version, Melanie's like, you look like you're DTF. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, Nancy's like, wow, like, Caitlin, she looks really great. They're all kind of, like, a lot of them are have dressed up a little bit for this dance, but, like, Caitlin's fucking gone for it. Like, let's be honest, I think. I mean, really, this whole season is just, like, the introduction of Caitlin as, like, the heartbreaker of so many Canadian boys' hearts. Like, she, she was cute before with her little, like, short, like, haircut with, like, spray in red dye or whatever, but this season, she really... Yeah. Comes into her sex symbol status. And then we hear, so as she's walking down the hall, we hear um, the soundtrack kick in. It's Shania Twain. She's like, man, I feel <laughs> like a woman. Woo! Joey, on the other hand, comes in wearing his tuxedo shirt. So he's pretty much the opposite. Yeah. And Caitlin approaches him. And what happens, Courtney? Oh, Joey shows up. Okay, so he gives like he gives her the once over. He's like, "Hey, Caitlin, looking good." And then he's like, "Have you seen Liz?" Nice. That's where my my noise from last week, the boner deflating sound, except the female version happens. Oh, yeah. 
It's a really Aww. big blow off. It's like, Caitlin, yeah. hey, have you seen Liz? Yeah. She's like, oh, I think she's in there. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. See you later. And then I think Caitlin's like, I, I thought we were going to dance. And then Joey's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, later. And then he he takes off and, and like finds Liz. And you can overhear him in the background be like, oh, you look so beautiful, Liz. And obviously Caitlin Liz wearing like this. A, like a sweatshirt. <laughs> she's <laughs> not. Yeah, she's not going for it. And the worst part about this for Caitlin is that she's come in. Her friends are there. They're all hyping her up like, holy fuck, like, let's do this. Yeah. He comes in and he blows this her older, off. And it all happens guy, right in front of them all watching yeah. this Which whole thing play out. It's super embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so Caitlin obviously takes off from the dance, goes home. Diana goes to approach her and Trudy is like, no, no, do not comfort her. (laughs) Like, like they're in a woman's prison. Like this is her initiate. Just let her, let her suffer. This is what she deserves. Just kidding. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Um, so Caitlin takes off because she's obviously not having a good time. She goes home. We see her sitting in front of her mirror and she starts wiping off her. What I actually think is really fantastic makeup, by the way. I think her eyeshadow is on point. Those lips, like those, those are lips, though, highly, highly glossed. Yeah. Like, but beautiful. anyways, she's gorgeous. Everybody knows it. And she is uh, sitting in front of a mirror, sad, wiping off her makeup. She takes the tape. Takes the tape. And I'm trying. So as she did this, I was, I remember always not knowing what side of the tape you put into the, the. I always had the bottom of the tape go down. The bottom goes in first. That's how I did it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So she. Obviously. Whoa. (laughs) We were just commenting, Arlo. We didn't realize you had such a strong opinion. Like. Well, I do. Okay, sorry. I'm no, also right. I also have a very strong opinion about like when we had CDs and people would not put them in the right case or they'd leave them out. That fucking drove me nuts. Oh, I do um, that all the time. I do that. Me sorry, too. Alan. You're both the worst. I, hate I know. You. I'm the worst. I'm aware. I am. It's come back to haunt me later in life where I'm like, where's that fucking CD? Yeah, no. <laughs> but I do remember always not like I always screwed up putting what side of the cassette tape went into the case first. So maybe I'm an idiot. The tape that I was putting in and I was the soundtrack to Mighty Ducks 2. Oh my god. <laughs> the one sale of that album. <laughs> like we sold one. That was me. Who bought that? Not even, I was, not even Mighty Ducks 1. <laughs> no, Mighty Ducks 2. The song probably, was pro- I was It was probably loser. 1 and 2. Like the like <laughs> tapes that were sold because you like wore the first one out and then bought the <laughs> I remember my my um cassette player used to like eat up the ribbon and I remember having to stick pencils in in the cassettes and like wind it back up because I'm like I gotta and hear this kids, again kids I gotta nowadays, hear this again nowadays, they have no idea no idea what I went through to listen to uh, a song called I want to ride the Zamboni on Mighty Ducks <laughs> was that uh, that why you bought it I'm actually looking up the soundtrack yes. now I want to ride the Zamboni. Uh, we have, well, we have We Will Rock You by Queen. Yes. Oh, Gary Glitter. Mm. That's unfortunate. Ooh, yeah. I didn't age well. I've been very clear that I was a fucking loser growing up. Oh, this so. had Whoop There It Is, Wild Thing by the Trogs, Gear Daddy, Zamboni, Queen, We Are the Champions. It's actually not a bad. Okay, so list. I'm a little yeah, bit a little, redeemed. A little, little crap, classic rock album. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it Alan wasn't would too know. Bad. He does have an Instagram where he posts the record. I do. So. <laughs> I need well, to get the soundtrack. And I think post Mighty it. Ducks too just yes, made his top one hundred of twenty twenty. Here we go. <laughs> All right, let's finish this motherfucker up. Um, <laughs> Caitlin's pissed. Oh I do have to leave Ottawa on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So next day at school, dance is over. Yick and Arthur are walking up. Fucking Dorothy jumps out from behind a fucking tree again, squirts Yick with a water gun, and runs away. He calls her a narbo, wipes the water off his face, and Arthur finally admits, I think Dorothy likes you. And that's the end of this entire fucking plot line that has no point and wasted all of our time. Oh. So stupid. Um... Caitlin, we see Caitlin heading into school. Joey running up to her, starts talking to her about the dance, how great it was. Caitlin says she didn't have a good time, that she left early. Joey tries to plan their next get-together for math, and Caitlin turns him down. Caitlin must be working at Wendy's because she's really frosty. Oh, (laughs) yes. And so Joey asks her for today at lunch. No, not today. And he's like, okay, what about tomorrow? Not tomorrow either. And as she's heading in, we hear Joey say, but Caitlin, I thought you liked me. And then we see Caitlin in her pensive ways and then freeze frame. Hey, I thought you liked me. Hey, I thought you liked me. So my question for everybody here about this is, did is Joey in the wrong? Because in my opinion... I don't think he's a dick. Like I, I don't mm, think so either. I, I, think, I mean, he's. I mean, overall, is he a dick? Probably, but like in this specific instance, I like. I seem to remember watching this when I was younger and being like, "Oh, what a dick!" He was just using her. But like now, when I look at it, um, he's like, just oblivious. He's just oblivious. Like he's gorm gormless. I, I think is the is the term that I would use. Just He's just fucking gormless. And, like, particularly, I, I like, I mean, I guess this is not, gen- this is not gender specific, but uh-huh. for me, it's gender specific because I'm a female, but, and maybe that's why I'm reaching out to Courtney to see if she agrees. But, I like, agree it with you, anyway. preemptively. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. Um, I disagree. But, like, <laughs> I, I, like, Wrong. <laughs> Right, James. No, like, I, I think uh, any of us nope. have had that moment in our lives where um, once somebody realized that you weren't sexually available, then they were no longer interested in being friends with you. And you know, for me, that's happened many times. Where you know, as soon as it's expressed that oh, I only seen you as a friend, or oh, I have a boyfriend, or any of those things, then all of a sudden that person that you connected so strongly with and really wanted to be friends with suddenly isn't interested in being your friend anymore and i see caitlin doing that to joey um because she had an expectation of a romantic relationship and that's not where he was at uh, yes caitlin is in the wrong i agree so the I, only the only part that i sorry like, like i fucking caitlin no no i i agree the only thing that i found that uh joey did to lead her on was in the hallway who? How many guys come up to you and be like, "You're smart. You're beautiful. You're perfect." Yeah, but that's Joey being good with people, right? I don't know. I don't think that Caitlin. It's on her to like, like I, be I, like, "Oh, that's just you being good with people." 
I'm sorry, if a guy comes up to me and... I don't think that Caitlin was being stupid in this episode, though, either. Like, Joey was being very clearly flirty. He's a flirty guy. Like, he flirts Mm, with everyone. He does. not just... He doesn't just flirt with, like, girls. He flirts with everyone. He flirts with a fucking, like, 30-year-old receptionist at the fucking radio station. Like, he's just, like, he's a person that flirts. And, like, I have dated people like that it's just like everyone that they meet like it doesn't matter if they're male or female or old or young they just like they Tall just or short. they're just yeah no they just flirt they just flirt. Like, like they they they're a charismatic flirty type of person and they make other people feel <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i mean for real <laughs> yeah all i know is that all i know is that liz is punk as fuck like it, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, by just reluctantly agreeing to go to the dance with a guy who shoved a condom in her face. Do you see what she was wearing though? No, yeah. she does not give a fuck. What yeah. was she wearing? Just like a sweater and jeans. Like a sweatshirt. Jeans. Nice. Yeah, jeans is awesome. It was hey. like it was the most and and like the way Joey is, she's wearing the most asexual thing like yeah. you could wear. True. And then Caitlin, on the other hand, is like the you know like dressed up to the nines yeah, yeah. right up like joey's she's in, alley she's like in it, a love and sass video like seriously yeah <laughs> yeah she's if anyone beautiful. remembers love and sass she was in the background of the addicted to love uh music video <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, was, she was jamie lee curtis and true lies in the, the okay dancey. okay she's yeah. 14 let's not sexualize her too much no no but do small i love that movie <laughs> do it slowly all right, so uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a spy. Yeah, don't shoot the gun. <laughs> I just summarized the movie for you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So <laughs> that is the end of. And I uh, ride a horse to the mall. Like nobody cares. What One of saying. my ponies. <laughs> What's her whisper? And I don't even know what his ponies' names are. What do we got going oh, on next donkeys. week? Donkeys. That's right. Ponies. That'd be better. Uh, Courtney, what's going on next week? Uh, is it next week already? Sorry. Yeah. Is it me? Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's the end of this episode. In case mm, you guys didn't figure that out yet. Uh. Next week. <laughs> Talk down to our listeners. <laughs> oh, I mean, not. I meant like. Uh, okay. I don't know what I meant. Never mind. Alan, edit this. Nope. I used to prank kids' telephone. <laughs> um. <laughs> You're a horrible person. I, okay. Yeah. I still love you though. Thank you. I love you too. It wasn't actually me. I just watched it. Um, next week, next week is uh, is a pretty uh, heavy episode. But very dated episode too. Yes, it's bad. I mean, I we're obviously it's gonna not get very good. We're obviously many gonna get a, into many a winding like, turn. Yeah, it's very bad. Uh, he ain't heavy is the next episode. Uh, Shane or Shane Snake, Snake's brother is gay, and we. <laughs> And he has to come out oh, in the episode, and we learn about how hard it is for Snake. Because <laughs> that's the important yeah. thing. As you'll hear in a week. Well, not even in a week, in a couple of days. Uh, Courtney, how do we find you on uh, Instagram? Uh, you don't. Courtney1293 on Instagram. Yeah, I'm- but for sure, uh, instead of my Instagram, it's actually seriously boring. Check out our um, our. Uh, podcast account at narbos and broomheads podcast and like i mention every episode also check out the people that follow us there are a ton 
of amazing Degrassi accounts on Instagram that have super cool information. It's like a whole bunch of Arlo's. So <laughs> check that, check them out uh, while you're there. They don't show their butts think, though. So I don't think the world's ready for that. Uh, I am slip with five eyes or slip on Instagram and on Twitter. And if you want to email us, Narbo's pod, oh no, wait, Narbo's and broomheads at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are Narbo's podcast. That's our handle. So there you go. And we have um, one, more, one more friend. I am James Korba. Korba is Polish for crank. Nice. You can find crank me. is a nickname for heroin. Uh, or speed, what have you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at loose ropes. Um, if you want to follow, no, that's not my loose go, uh, Twitter part of me. Wrong social media. So much of it. If you want, if you have a fantasy football conundrum, you can hit me up at James Corva on Twitter. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, I'm Arlo. And you can follow me on Instagram. I actually loaded a new picture this week. Nice. So at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. Can't wait till next week. See you in a week, everybody. Yeah, man. What do we say, Arlo? We say bye. Bye. <laughs> what do we say? Oh, right. Bye. Oh, you didn't even <laughs> fucking. You so elected me there. Well, I said I don't get my love. Yeah!